It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Hello, it's the Sick Podcast, Marinero, Sean Starr. You can listen to us on all social media platforms. And the NFL is here the weekend. It's around the corner. And we got some sick picks for you today. Sean Starr, are you ready? I'm always ready, Tony. Let's get it cracking. I'm going to start with the Patriots at the Texans. Tell us the, the line that you have and where you're leaning. Yeah, so uh, the New England Patriots at four and five. They're playing at Houston, two and seven Texans. Uh, the New England Patriots with Cam Newton favored by a point and a half in this ball game. So a very minuscule, almost a pick 'em type of game. Here's the thing about the Houston Texans: as bad as they are, their season is over. But Deshaun Watson's still going to be able to cook all day, every day. And Houston, for what it's worth, is really, really bad against the run. They are one of the worst teams in stopping the run. So I really like how this sets up for a couple of guys on the New England side. A, I'm fascinated for how Cam Newton is going to approach this game. He said after he was dealing with COVID symptoms, he was kind of out of it, wasn't entirely zoned in. I think Cam Newton comes back fresh, rejuvenated, and in that zone. And I think Josh McDaniels is going to allow Cam Newton to run the football quite a bit against this very bad Houston run defense. And that also sets up for Damian Harris, uh, the running back who kind of emerged on the scene last week in for Sony Michelle in the Patriots' backfield. I love him in this spot, too. I think he's going to be carrying the rock for four quarters. New England's going to rely heavily on the run game. So, Tony, all that to say, I think New England's going to win this game. I like them to cover the one and a half. But I think the best bet in this game is betting the over in Damian Harris, rush yards, and the over 49 in this game. Because I think Houston's going to score and New England's going to score. Patriots are going to run. Texans can't stop it. They're two and seven. Patriots look like the Patriots and beating the Ravens last week. It continues. Give me the Patriots to win. On to game number two, the Falcons at Saints. Yeah, it's New Orleans uh, on the road. This just in. Taysom Hill is going to get the start. Uh, you know, we know that Drew Brees uh, is being held together basically by duct tape. He's got broken, fractured ribs on both sides of his torso. He's got a collapsed lung. He's obviously not playing. We might not see Brees for a month. It looked earlier in the week that Jameis Winston was going to get the start. Now it looks very, very clear that Taysom Hill is going to get the rock. And I wonder what exactly uh, we're going to see here from Sean Payton, the coach of the Saints, and how he's going to structure this. I wouldn't be surprised if we actually see both quarterbacks, Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, at some points in this game. But look, 
New Orleans is seven and two. They're taking a three and six Atlanta team. But I will say this about the Falcons. Since Raheem Morris took over, Atlanta has not allowed more than 23 points against. So their defense is starting to get a little bit of respect. The Saints go into this game as four-point favorites. I think the best bet in this game is over 50 and a half points. Both teams should be able to score. And you keep it simple, I think, if you're Sean Payton with Tate Hill or Jameis Winston, if he gets into the game at all, keep the slants to Michael Thomas, throw the ball to Alvin Kamara in the middle, and you should be able to pile up points. So my best bet for this game between uh, New Orleans and Atlanta is over 50 and a half points. Sean, in four of their last eight games that they played against each other, they've combined, they've had um, a total of 48, a total of 70, a total of 77, and a total of 80. I get it. It was with Drew Brees. But Winston's going to come into this game at one point, and he's going to go downfield. I'm with you again. Give me the over. Lions at Panthers. What do you got? Yeah, this, this game is really not even on the board, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think it eventually will be. Uh, we're talking about two bad defenses, Detroit and Carolina. We're not sure about Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Matthew Stafford has a torn ligament in his throwing hand. Matt Patricia says he's going to soldier on. We know Matt Stafford is as tough as they come. This guy, you got to basically keep him down in restraints to keep him off the football field. I fully expect Matt Stafford to be there. Uh, look, if the line comes out and Detroit is getting points, I love this pick. I think Detroit is still fully capable of going there. Teddy Bridgewater, we're not so sure if he's going to play or not. Uh, but the best bet for this game that, again, is, is you know, as we tape this on Friday, is still off the board. Um, the DeAndre Smith prop bets that are out there and that the numbers will be published, I assume, as we get closer uh, to game day Sunday between Detroit and Carolina. DeAndre Smith, who's the, uh, the featured back for the Detroit Lions, I love all of his prop bets here. Uh, over rushing yards, over-receiving yards, over-receptions. I think Andre Smith's going to be the go-to guys, Matt Stafford, nursing that torn ligament in his throwing hand. I'm not touching this game. I'm going to tell you what I am touching if I can. Steelers at Jaguars last 54 games on the road for the Steelers. They are 40-13-1. They play the Ravens on Thursday. I think they're going to rest some of their offensive players and take them out of the game. They'll be able to win the game versus the Jaguars without some of their best players anyway. So I look for this game to go under, and I look for the Jacksonville Jaguars to cover. Dolphins at Broncos. I know you got to take on this game. Yeah, Miami uh, at 6-3, and three, taking on a Denver team. Are we going to see Drew Locke, Brett Rippon at quarterback? Does it really matter? Of course it doesn't. Miami on the road here is a three-and-a-half-point favorites. I love Miami at three-and-a-half points. And here's the thing. It takes a man to admit that they were wrong. And that mistakes happen. They do. It's normal. Same that trial, baby. I was wrong about the Miami Dolphins. I was wrong about benching Ryan Fitzpatrick. I was wrong about their decision with Brian Flores to go with Tua Tagovailoa in the last two starts. I was wrong about Miami being a bad team. I can admit it. Miami has changed my mind. Their defense is aggressive. Their special teams is good. Tua. Looks really good to me. As long as this guy can stay healthy, I think he makes the safe play more often than not. I'm a big fan of Brian uh, Flores. I think he really does a great job of keeping these guys fresh and motivated with their eye on the prize. They're at six and three for a reason. I think it's a big game for Miami. I'm going to lay all three and a half points. Dolphins win on the road easily. Sean, if the Fonz, Arthur Fonzarelli, could admit that he was wrong on happy days, he had a hard time saying it. Mind you, he said, I was wrong. He had a hard time saying it, but the Fonz admitted he's wrong. And look at this. I like the Dolphins too, and I'm going to tell you why. They've won five in a row. On the road, they average 30 points a game. 
Denver at home averages 20 points a game, and Denver's one in three. Tool will lose eventually, but he's not losing to Rippon, and he's not losing to Locke. Give me the Dolphins. On to the Chiefs and the Raiders. I don't have a play in this one, but I know you do. This is primetime Sunday night. Um, I'm dying to watch this game unfold because I really think, like you and I talked about last week with Tom Brady and the revenge game. This, to me, has revenge written all over it. And if you can get on the number now at six and a half points before it gets to seven, I'd say pounce on it today because I firmly believe Kansas City is going to go to Vegas and they are going to run all over John Gruden and the Vegas Raiders. And this is another team with Vegas that I didn't read correctly. And this is kind of what's happened in the NFL this year, right? Like every week it seems like our reads weren't exactly on point because the very next week it's a completely different looking team. And that's what's happened in the NFL today. Parity has ruled the day, and it's very difficult to get a legitimate read outside of the great teams like Kansas City or Pittsburgh. These are great teams. You can trust them. But like Chicago, how good is their defense? How good is their defense without a key picks, right? Like we know they don't have an offense, but they yeah. now manage to get five wins. Like it's a complicated NFL season. But this one, not so complicated. Let's remember earlier in the season when Kansas City uh, lost to Vegas. And they beat them at Arrowhead. What happened in the aftermath of that game? John Gruden and the Vegas team took a victory lap around Arrowhead Stadium. Andy Reid coming off a bite. He's yeah. unbeatable in that situation, by the way. And then you have on top of that how Andy Reid brought up the fact that the Raiders took a victory lap around Arrowhead Stadium at least four times this week. He was asked about it. John Gruden was asked about it. He threw a, te a temper tantrum at the media, was angry that he was asked about that question, and Andy Reid keeps bringing it up. This is fuel for the fire. Patrick Mahomes goes to Vegas, covers Kansas City rolls. All right, so you, just recapping, you love a, a bunch of prop bets, but in terms of games and spreads and over-unders, you like the Patriots. Yep. I like the Patriots. You like the over in the Falcons versus Saints game. I like the over in the Falcons versus Saints game. Uh, in the Dolphins at Broncos game, you like the Dolphins, I like the Dolphins. Chiefs at Raiders, you like the Chiefs. Steelers at Jaguars, I like this game to go under, and I like the Jags to cover. And, of course, there's those prop bets that you talked about. Yes. And go. Exactly, which include uh, Damian Harris running back for uh, New England Patriots. I like him to go over uh, his number for rushing yards, same thing. Uh, for uh, DeAndre Smith, the running back for the Detroit Lions. They're on the road in Carolina. Two bad defenses there. I like DeAndre Smith prop bets to go over receiving yards, over receptions, and over rushing yards. All right. He is Sean Starr. I'm Tony Marinaro. This is the Sick Podcast. You can listen to us on all social media platforms. And this guy, Sean Starr, thinks he's going to kill it this weekend. As a matter of fact, he's so confident, he's even wearing the shirt. Check us out on Instagram at The Sick Podcast, where all of our picks are going to be put up on that social media platform. Talk to, uh, talk to your friends about the podcast, folks. It is. He is The Sick Podcast. He's Sean Starr. I'm Tony Marinaro. Those were our NFL picks. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Google Play and Apple Podcasts.